Welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the evening service of Sunday the 30th of June 2013, entitled Giants Will Come. And the Bible reading is taken from Numbers chapter 13, verses 26 to 33. Here's Brother Stefan Kalin. I hear in the church, I was like, how long time I have? And they said, Brother Kalin, you can stay as long as you want. That's the... The, the switcher and the code is this, you know, the alarm code is that. So, but uh, I'm glad to be here this evening, amen? amen? And I'm glad to see some of you back, you know, and uh, I thought about it. The, uh, I maybe should pray like stay home, then maybe people coming, you know what I mean? So people always do the opposite what you preach, you know, what the Lord give it to you. So anyway, I'm glad to be here tonight, amen? And I'd rather be here than somewhere else, Amen. A day in the house of the Lord is better than a thousand somewhere else, Bible says. Amen? So, um, and this morning we, we see that uh, we're supposed to live different in all those and be different uh, uh, from the people. And, uh, and uh, tonight I want to speak just a little different. So if you have your Bible, please open up to number chapter 13. Number 13. I know number is, uh, we call this, I call this telephone book because it says this and this, this and that, that and that. But uh, it's a great book. Amen? And uh, certainly is a, is a book, uh, what's not supposed to be taken lightly. It's, it shows, uh, for me, when I see those numbers, when I see those ears and everything, you know, for me, it's, it's just show how God is in control and everything. And it just shows that God knows every individual, whatever was living on the face of the world, God knows that he's dead. That will blow you up in your mind if you think about it. So tonight we're going to see a little bit here. It's a long, it's a very, very uh, uh, good story. Everybody know it. And it's a true story. And uh, um, it's about the, the, the time when, when God was taking the Israel out. Uh, and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to convince the Israel to take over the, the, the room, the place, what God gave it to them, what God promised them. And uh, now he have to, if he can get them to believe it, it could be done, that would be great. Amen? So let's see here from the uh, number chapter 13, verse 26 till 33, we read it. So number chapter uh, 13. And, and they went and come to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation and to the children of Israel and to the wilderness of Param, to Kadesh and brought back unto them and until and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruits of their land. So God was sent to the spy. Hey, uh, go to, uh, no God. God says, Hey, take one people from every trial, from every tribe and send them to spy the country. And uh, for me, make no sense here because God knew they're going to take it. But this is what probably he, perhaps he want to try the people. Perhaps you want to see the faith of the people. And the verse 27 says, And they, they told him and said, he come unto, uh, We come unto the land with the dows sendeth us, and surely it, it flow with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. So they bring back a fruit. They show, hey, look, the land is good. This is the fruit of him, okay? And the verse 28, uh, Nevertheless, the people of the people... Uh, um, Nevertheless, the people be strong, they, they dwell in the land, and the city are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, the, uh, the Amalek, Amalek, 
Hittites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites in, um, and the uh, Jebusites and Amorites. This is why God killed them because I couldn't pronounce their name. Nobody probably will do it. Dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell in the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Number 30. And Caleb still uh, 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 styled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well be able to overcome it. But the man that went up with him, uh, with him said, We be not able to go against up. For the people, uh, against the people, for they are stronger than we, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched, and to the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search, it is a land that eats it up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in the, in the, uh, uh, inside, in it, it, are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our in our own sight as grasshopper, and we were in the as and so we were in their sign. Amen. Man, I am happy when I'm gonna go home and I, I'm gonna give and I'm gonna go to heaven and we all speak Romanian. Amen. Uh, but uh, I like King James. I got saved because in King James, so I have to stick with it. I like to stick with it. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I need you again. Lord, help me with the, with the language here, Lord. You know, English is not my first language, Lord, and uh, I need you. I need you with the thoughts. I need you with a clear mind. I need you with the, with the freedom to speak, Lord, to you people. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So we see here that God, God uh, uh, um, tell you know, the people, hey, uh, send uh, one people pro tribe and go spy the country. Now I ask you, why that sense make? I mean, God knew from the beginning what was in it, isn't it? God knew from the beginning, hey, there are going to be giants there. And God knew, hey, it doesn't matter what is inside. I promise you, I'm going to give it to you. But God wants these people, his people, to see the faith in them. If they have faith, they're going to trust the Lord. And tonight, I want to speak for you just for a few minutes. Uh, uh, do you have do you, do I have any giants in my life? And when you cross path, when you Christian life, do you have any giants when you look at them and say, hey, no way I'm going to get over this. No way I'm going to live to go through this. No way God going to take me through this. We just see, and we know in the beginning, if you look at the verse uh, 1, look there to the verse 1, just the verse 1, 13 verse 1. And it says, and the Lord speak to Moses, uh, speak unto the Moses, saying, who that actually tell the people go? God. God was telling those people. And this is the first point. God enables you to do all things. When God tells you something, when God tells me something, he is able to finish what he began with you. Amen? So many times, we as a Christian, we forgot that. We forget that God is in control. We forget that God is able. Oh, I don't know if I can go about, uh, uh, through this, God. You know, you help me in this area, uh, and this area, and that area, but this is too big somehow. This is what I was saying. Lord, uh, uh, we escaped from Egypt. Lord, we go through the sea, through Red Sea, 
you killed the army of Egypt, but Lord, I don't know if we can get through this. This is too big for us. Now, come on, Lord, you don't want to expect us to kill those giants. Now, if you know a little bit history, and if uh, Bible history, or, or the world history, matter of fact, if you know a little bit about giants, there was literally giants. The, the, if, you, if you do a little study, there was giants, I, I don't know, I think even the 19 feet or something like that. I mean, big people. I don't want to go into that, but you read the Bible in Genesis 6. But anyway, so those people, there was mighty people. There was strong people. Now, imagine, those people, there was literally giants. They was looking like, okay, what you want? Pew, you know what I mean? And, uh, and those people get discouraged. Are you ever discouraged? Are you ever discouraged when you go through a trial or tribulation? Man, I was a little bit discouraged when I come here. I mean, my family is there, and, uh, and I'm here, and, uh, and I thought, well, that we don't have no water, and all those kind of stuff, and now the, the, the news with my nephew and everything. Man, I, this is a giant. Everything was smooth three and a half years, well, more or less. But now it seems like, you know what I mean? It's, Lord, can I pass this? Well, my daughter was, have aneurysm. She was 16 if you remember. Lord, can I go through this? I remember like I was yesterday. People literally pray for us all over the world. But in that time, what I was needed, it wasn't money. It was nothing else in this world. I need God. When I was staying in my, my daughter bed, it's just 16 years old lady. And I hold up her hand and I didn't know if she's going to make it or not. I said to the Lord, take me, but not her. I live at least 40 years. I, everything what I was needed was God. That was a big, huge giant. When I see, when I hear the, the, the doctor and everything, and I hear about it, and, and, and only 5% get out, to, and, and I mean, the, the way it was before, and that was a handicap. I was looking back, and I said, no way I got to get through this. There are giants in your life, like it was mine. When you're going to tell yourself, I'm not going to make it. And guess what? You're right. Alone, you will not make it. Amen? There's no way that I will go through this if God wasn't there with me. No way. God is able God has a great plan for you. I mean, this is the beauty of God. When God started something, he always finished it. So here's God tell those people, hey, go and possess the land. Go send people and see what I'm going to let you have it. People go there, whoa, beautiful, great. Uh, however, it's a problem. There are giants here. I can, I, can, I can picture it. I can picture it. 
They come in their back with those fruits and everything and then totally depressed. Moses, and uh, here's the fruits of them. <laughs> and is great land. And uh, we're not going to make it. Now, how many people was? Who knows the story? It was 12 people, isn't it? How many bring bad report back? And how many was with a good report? Two people. And we know the story, the end of them. Only two people from those, they make it another side. Those people who said, I'm not going to get through it. I, we're not going to be able to go to it. Guess what? They wouldn't. Because the trust it wasn't on the Lord. It wasn't their self. Brothers, sisters, young men, young ladies, listen up and pay attention. If you're going to put your trust in yourself, as a matter of fact, anybody else other than God, you're going to be disappointed one day. You better put your trust in the Lord. He is able. We don't have time to look it up, but Ephesians 2 and 10 says he's able. Because he begin a work, he begin even, he even plan works. That you're going to work, you're going to walk in it. Can you imagine that? We're talking about a God who saved you, a God who knows what it's all about. And not only this, he even planned the works. You just have to walk in it. Wow. What a nice God, amen. He's a great God. No reason to panic. Those people say, hey, you know what? Might be giant, but I don't care. God is greater than them. Amen. We're going to take them down. The bigger they are, the, the more they fall. What is that thing? God always has the power to sustain you. Let's turn to the Hebrew chapter 13, 5. And if you find it, please read it. For we skip some time here. Hebrew chapter 13 with 5. Okay. Who is, who is he? God promised you. Hey, I will never. I don't think we really know what never means. You know, I speak in tongues when I speak to you. Do you realize that? Everything what I said, I process again. In my Romanian mind. But never means never. Never means no beginning or the end, actually, if you want to say so. So when we sing this, uh, like brother said, 10,000 years, that's a lie. We're not going to be there 10,000 years. We're going to be there. There's no time there in heaven. So it's very clear. He will. He have the power to sustain it. With God are always we and God, we are always majority. Hey, those two guys, they said, hey, I don't care how many giants there are. I don't care how big they are. God and us, we can do it. We have God in our side. He's more giant than those giants. So many times we fail because we don't believe that we are majority. Oh, we only here two, three children. Look, look at the small church in this big community. What we can do? What can we do? We have four more she or here or whatever. How many? What can we do, little people? Did you remember in the New Testament 
12 disciples turned the world upside down. God will use those two, well, more than that, but 12 specifically. God, actually one, God, (laughs) Jesus turned the world upside down, one man. But he was God, but how about another one? God is able. He has the power to sustain us. And we in God, the majority, nothing will surprise God. We don't get there. But John 1, 1, it says in the beginning. I don't know if you can, you can speak more than that. In the beginning. Before was something, before was something existing, God was there. That should teach you some reverence against God. Hey, God is powerful. He's almighty. He knows. He's very smart. He knows the thing. Hey, this is the God who got get out through the Red Sea. And the Bible says, on the dry land. It was like you go here on the trottoir. That was God departing the sea. Somebody says, well, that was Reed Sea. No, it was in Red Sea. And some, then, then somebody wrote to the hymn back and said, well, that would be more miracle to get a whole army, you know, uh, 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 killing and water till here, you know, size. But God is able. And those people, they didn't trust God can do it. Now, did I going to wave in my belief? Bible said, he will not listen to your prayer in Peter. No, in, in, uh, in uh, uh, James. He will listen to your prayer if you're wavering. You're supposed to stay firm. Lord, I need this. Thank you because you gave it to me. That's the way it's supposed to go. Bible said Jesus was saying, hey, you want to move mountain? Tell this mountain to go. Well, come on. you come on. What he was saying is, you literally can move mountains if you have the faith for it. Not you. The one who you're asking for. God, right? Now giants, this is the second point will cross your path in one day. Brother Kaylin, praise the Lord. I am fine. I don't have nothing till now. My Christian life was great. So do mine, till I was 40, when I, my daughter had this. So do I, when my mommy was dying. Giants will come. You know, believe me, what, what, look what Jesus said. Look to John t- chapter 16. John chapter 16, 33. Now, now, if you have a right Bible, that will be in red. This means the whole Bible is, of course, inspired by the Holy Word, by the Holy God, you know. But, but this is the literary word what Jesus was saying. And here, God Almighty, in the flesh, here says, Those things I have spoken unto you that... In me, my have peace. Now he says the next word. Let's sit up. In this world, which world? In this world. What we live in now. He might have tribulation. Is this what it says? Oh, I, I, he could be possible to have tribulation. What it says? You know what a shall means? Shall means you will. You're not going to get by without the tribulation. Well, someone said, well, Brother Kelly, that will be the tribulation, the, the ten years, the seven years. 
Uh, I don't think so because I will be out of here. So I don't care about that. That will not offend me, isn't it? But he talking about he, we shall have tribulation. But be of God, good cheers. I have overcome the world. Man, he can do it. He did it once. You don't think he can do it again? Now the problem is with us, not with God. The problem is not God. The problem is, is us. Those giants was huge. Tribulation, problems, sins in our life is come to go. And, and hey, it seems like we're not going to go through it. It seems like no way to finish the battle and to win. Well, first of all, don't forget who you're fighting. Oh, Brother Kaylee, my neighbor is really... No, no, it's not your neighbor. Well, Brother Kaylee, those Muslims... No, it's not the Muslims. Oh, Brother those Catholics... No, it's not the Catholics. It's the enemy in Ephesians 6, 12. Look there. Enemy number one. Ephesians 6, 12. For we wrestle not against the flesh and blood. This means it's not a people. Behind any enemy you have, guess who is behind that? The one who have no flesh and blood, okay? But against, uh, against principalities, against power, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spirit of wickedness in high places. That's our real enemy, the devil. So what can we do? Well, first of all, we can use the sword. That's always goes good against him. This is what Jesus did. The son of living God, God himself in flesh, was using his word. That's what we should do. Hey, those, those tribes, those giants are huge. There's no way to. Yeah, you will. We find it. We find them. We find it with the God on God's side. And he win already the, 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 the battle. The, the, the war. They seem, they, they seem sometimes like he's not able to destroy it. It seems like there's no way out. But hey, remind you, I have to remind you how big, how great our Lord is. There's no greater man, no greater God than him. They will, they will intimidate you. They will, they will try to pull it down. They will try to discourage you. They will try to, to, to uh, uh, discourage you, intimidate you. Philippians 4.13 says, Remember who, who Christ is, that he is our strength. Amen. They are small, small compared with the Lord. And the Roman 10 and Roman 8, 39 says nothing can separate, separate us from the Lord. Hey, they, they, uh, we are small and we look like we, we're vulnerable and we look like we have no chance. Might be. But the Bible says nothing can Separate us from the world, from the Lord. This means not even giants, because it's mentioned there. I don't have time to go there. They're supposed to be, hey, you know what? They seem big, but it's okay, because God is bigger. Nothing can come between us and God. And we, Christians, many times, we forget that. We forget where the victory come from. We forgot who really, who really our, our king is and who really our general of the army and, and who is in front of us, God before us, the Bible says. 
Hey, don't forget that. That's very important. Don't forget that. The last point. How can we overcome them? Brother Kenan, I'm really defeating and, and it looks like I, I, I get no victory. I fight and I fight and, and I struggle and no victory. Well, first of all, did you find a new name on God? Did you put your trust in yourself or you say, well, if God will, if God help me, I will go through this. Remember, remember, remember who is in charge. God is in charge. We forget so many times. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I will do this and this. If God allowed you, if God helped you, God is our strength. 2 Timothy 4, 14. Remember where your powers come from. Remember who, who delegates you. Remember who gives you the power to go over this. Remember, I remember who was on the, that room when I was praying and crying there. And I remember that nobody, nobody except God healed my daughter. Remember, remember where the powers come from. Remember on who should we trust. Man, people today trust in everything but in God. Come on now. Brother Kaden, I don't know, but sometimes it's hard. You trust the brake when you break on the red ampoule, don't you? You trust the chair when it's dead, don't you? But when it's come to the, to the trust in the Lord, it seems like we have, well, you know, I don't know. It's God who we're talking about. It's our Savior. He died for you. He dies for me. You don't, you don't think he will take care of you or me? Come on, I was Where is our faith? Those guys that say, hey, I know God did this so much for us. I know that. And I know he's great and everything. But I don't think this time he can do it. Oh, our kids are going to die. <laughs> oh, they're going to be killed here. You know, you know what? They kids was going in the promised land. And they don't. God give another 40 years. Cost them. One day will be disobedience. Cost them 40 years. You know what? One time disobedience might cost you a life. You might go home. I might go home. Oh, Brother Kelly, one sin, one sin is matter. Oh, yes, it's matter. It's matter. One sin is matter. And will affect you, will affect your kids, will affect your family, and will might affect the church. One sin. One disobedience. Because the Bible says if you know to do it and don't do it, that's sin. That's it. Remember in whom you should trust and who I should trust. And the last one, the war is already won. The war is won. This is it. And if you lose a battle, so what? And if I try to fight and I fight and I'm worried and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to lose it, so what? The war is already over. We don't know already who win. The question is, uh, am I on the willing, winning side? I know I speak to the cream tonight. 
But are you on the winning side? If not, listen up, son, daughters. I will do as much, as quick as I can. Go on the other side, on the winning side. Because if I am on the losing side, man, we're talking about dead forever. Second dead in hell. So I better be on the winning side, amen? I better be on God's side. So which side are you? Look at the Revelation 20 and then we go. Revelation 20. And we're going to see here 20 verse 13. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and, death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. Uh, 22, is it 22? Excuse me. But this is good too. Amen. 22, 13, excuse me. I am here in the wrong chapter. Okay. Oh, here it is. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I think once a while it's good to remember us. God is the beginning. God is the end. God is the first. God is the last. What did this tell me? Hey, everything between, guess who's going to control it? Me? I don't think so. The Lord is in control. He is Alpha and Omega. The begin and the end. Why? Why begin to panic? When the giants come in our life, and if it doesn't come yet, keep it up. You better arm up because they're going to come. You, you better get your God right. You better get, learn some move because it's going to come. Young ladies, young men, look at us. Look it up. It will come in one day, and most of the, most likely, when you're not expecting. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We will. The question is, when are going to come? Do I going to trust God or not? And that's the outcoming of the battle. The battle. Be I going to trust God? You're going to get through this, and I'm going to get another side. Victorious? Oh, I'm going to say, I don't know about this. This one is really tough. This one really going to pull me down. And it will. If you don't trust God. It will if you go and find in your own strength. I hope I can. And another try going to come. I know that. It will. You're going to listen. You're going to read my prayer request. It will. But till I go home, I will fight. I will not go down without a fight. I will fight and I will trust the Lord. He is able. He is, he is powerful enough to keep me. And if that all well, I go home. And he's waiting on us. Like Peter said. First Peter. Faith on the gate. And waited for me. Come on home. Son. 
But you know what, brothers and sisters? I told before when I go to another church, I said, look, I just don't want to finish. I want to finish well. I just don't want to battle, battle, whatever it is, whatever the outcome is. I just, I'm here for the fun, you know. I want to be victorious. And if it's hard, I might get some injury, it's okay. God will heal. God help me to go through this. What is the outcome of this passage, what we learn here? They said, no, no way. That's hard. No way for we get through this. God tell them, hey, go tell them, go. No way, Lord, you know. Listen. I will go and try everything is possible till the Lord tells me no. This is why I told people, hey, if the door is closed, you know, I try to see if it's not a door open. And if it's not open, I try to say, jump the window or something, you know. But I do everything is possible. Because I want to be on the race. I want to be on the fight. And I'm not going to let every little bit of things pull me down. This is what, what, what Psalm said. We are, we are, we are fighting. We, we, we turn down, but I raise up. And this is what a good Christian do. This is what a good Christian do. The, the trials come and go. But guess what? Yeah, I am down. I raise up again. Come on, another one. Come on. Did you see sometimes a movie, you know, God, bad guy, you know, good guy is kind of, you know, hurt and everything. And, and it's still coming down, you know, fight. You know, barely pull the sword or something, you know. You know, that. Uh. I think this is, these pictures supposed to be figured out, pictured out as a Christian. Fight till the last moment. It doesn't matter how big the giants are. It doesn't matter how big the tribulation are. It doesn't matter how big the, 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 the circumstances will be. With God, everything is possible. And that's what counts. That's what, this, it's what the Bible says. Hey, you trust me? I can deliver you from it. Hey, if you trust me, I will get you through it. Oh, no, we can't do it, Lord. You're right. They didn't make it. But two of them, they didn't make it. And one of them will get the privilege to lead the whole uh, 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 people of Israel in the promised land. Because he had faith. And if we have faith, we can conquer any giant's problem and tribulation in our life. But we have to fight on God's side. On his term, with his armor. Amen. Mm-hmm.